ideas and content in this podcast are our own and do not reflect the views or opinions of any previous or former employees. I love it. Wait a minute. That's not right. That's it. It's close enough. <laughs> I'm not going to go back said, and edit this. I said employees. What? Or did I? I have no idea what you previous said. Previous or current employers. It doesn't re- represent anybody that we know. It only represents Damien and me and the stuff that we're making up right now. And <laughs> the pure genius that clearly <laughs> pours out of us. Of course. <laughs> like a river of knowledge. Like a river of yeah. useless knowledge. A river of no- I was going to say river of knowledge. That's weird that we're so linked up. We're synced, buddy. We're synced. Jason, <laughs> how's your week been going? My week has been uh, like just jam-packed full of stuff. We had we had production reviews and some people out and a few issues. How dare people go on vacation? Uh, yeah, when it's nice in the summertime, it's like you make me sick. You know what's crazy? Dude? I keep telling people, I'm like, look, I'm going to Florida for vacation. And they're like, oh, my God, it's so hot. I'm like, bro, I don't give a crap if it's hot. I, know. I just want to go unwind, here. decompress. <laughs> kind of regain some sanity, spend some time with my wife and kids and just right. relax for a week, man. I am... and, and yeah. And I always say that in the beginning of your week off, I always feel like you're, you, you think about it for the first couple of days and then you check your email for a while. I took the week of 4th of July off Yeah, and uh, we did do a beach vacation, which is great. But the best part about it was that, Thursday and Friday, most people weren't working. So, and that means Wednesday is like a half day for most of those folks. And so it meant that only two and a half days of my week, everybody and their mother was sending me emails. And so that gave me a little bit of a break. Yeah. Well, nice. you know, I'll tell you, and so for, for those listening, it might, this, this podcast might sound a little different because, uh, Jason and I regrettably are geographically, um, Dis- dispersed <laughs> separated i don't know what the word is uh, i don't know so we are actually um we're on the phone with each other so it might sound a little different so don't think that we've lost our technical edge <laughs> because we haven't we're actually uh uh cutting edge still a cutting edge if we were ever <laughs> i don't know but today we're actually going to cover um something that is critically important if you want to look you know, if you want to be that professional construction manager, you want to be, you know, you want to be able to take your career to the next level. You have to know how to deal with trade partners that are underperforming and not even just trade partners, but really um, could be subordinate, could be, you know, employees that you have, um, could be anybody that you are responsible for their work um, because yeah, how you document it, it. Yeah. Right. So it, it's a, uh, you know, how you document that, the the poorly performing company or person is very critical, right? So there's tons of ways that trade partners can kind of get out of sync with your schedule or with your, uh, you know, what you have going on, right? So they can miss schedules. They can be perf- doing, they can be, you know, doing shoddy work or work that's not up to your standards. Um, they can be mm-hmm. just trashing your job site. Right. You know, nothing makes me, I'll tell you, Jason, nothing 
gets my blood boiling faster than watching a guy. I'll see some dude, he'll walk, you know, be walking out of a house or whatever, have a wrapper in his hand or just throw it on the ground. You know, uh, I know. It doesn't matter that water it, bottles in the summertime, water bottles, just throwing bottles. on the ground. Ugh. Uh, makes me crazy, man. I'm like, really? Would you do right. that at your house? But you think you can do it at mine? Oh, it pisses me off big time. But it, you know, I, I get angry when I see that anywhere. But if it's on my job site, I'm like, dude, if you have so little respect for my job site that you're going to throw your garbage on the ground and not even care about it, what kind of work are you doing? You know? Right. Drives me insane. Um, you know, some country, you know, if they damage somebody else's work, they damage other trades work, or they come in, they see that somebody else has done bad work and they decide they're just going to put their good work over top of that bad work. We call it, you know, putting good work over bad. Um mm -hmm. Or gouging with pricing. That makes me insane as well. Um, I, I can't wait till eventually we have time to go back through our previous recordings and just line up all the things that you said. Nothing makes me more angry than. Because I've uh, heard you say that like <laughs> a dozen times at least since we started this. Nothing makes me more angry than a guy who doesn't write stuff down. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things that get my blood going, There's, man. I, yeah, I don't know. You gotta uh, watch out for Damien. You gotta watch out because I'm telling you, I'm coming after you. Um, so, so you know, we've got. So, basic bottom line is, we so now we've got a subcontractor or a trade partner that's not performing um, as well as they should be, right? Mm -hmm. The most important thing I think that you can do in that instance is document it. You have got to document what's going on, right? Um, you know, I. I sat through a meeting I, I, this is a few years ago. I called a meeting with it. my superintendent was like, this guy's doing this. He's doing all this stuff. I'm like, man, you're, you've recorded all that, right? And they're like, absolutely. I'm like, awesome. So then I go call a meeting. I, shame on me. I should have double checked before I did anything. But I call this meeting. I get the uh, trade you know, partner in there. I've got the owner of the company. I got the foreman. I'm like, all right, let's see, your, let's see what you got. And the guy's like, what do you mean? I'm like, where, where are all your missed schedules? your correspondence with the contractor, your emails, you know, what, what, what do you got? Well, I don't have any of that. He just missed my schedule. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So we hauled the owner of this company in here to give him a hard time about missing your schedules. And you can't even produce a schedule that they've missed. Right. Like, sorry, exactly. uh, sorry. I called you in here. It's meetings over. <laughs> um, so it's super critical that if we have, you know, obviously we, we maintain our schedule. If somebody misses your schedule, you need to record it. If you're using electronic scheduling, device or, or you know system or whatever typically there's a place for notes hey subcontractor misscheduled this date reached out to him says he's going to be here tomorrow boom done <laughs> then it's recorded right. it's, it's documented you've got it um then if you ever need to you can pull all your notes up and say here are the dates you missed here's the time we talked here's what you told me we were gonna you were gonna do to correct it here's when you didn't do it <laughs> here's when i called you again and on and on and on and on um so, you know, yeah. go, I'm sorry, go ahead. The first thing, the first thing that I was saying, today I had a conversation with the CM about, to back up, like, while you're, before you get to the point where you're calling a subcontractor and bringing them in for, like, that former sit-down, like, come to Jesus meeting, um, is how you go about your day and, and how you double-check the things that you've already instructed people to do. Mm -hmm. So... I drew on the board, you know, like the, it's hard to do on a podcaster to describe it, but you can imagine what, uh, you know, cartoon, you know, water looks like. It's like a loopy W one after another, right? 
loop, loop, loop. But the way that a construction manager should actually <laughs> operate is I, I, more I'm like, sorry, man. I just got that. I was like a cartoon W. <laughs> <laughs> what is he talking about? Yeah, I got you know, it. Sorry. like you know, just yeah, just like you know, peaks and valleys, right? Gotcha. That's not how you want to be. What you actually want to be looks more like a phone cord, an old school phone cord, where you loop back around and through the things that you've already done. Today, you check what you called out yesterday, yeah, yeah, and and okay. and you don't cross it off your list until you're done calling it out to that guy. And really, that's the first step because if you call a guy and you tell him to be there and he's not there and you when I have a formal sit down with the owner of the company after that, you probably don't know what you're doing and you're not organized. For so sure. my point is you have to start by documenting those things, having this conversation, sending emails to the subcontractor or trade partner and making sure that you follow up so that when it does come down for that meeting, you've got something where you've shown I've done my due diligence along the way to try to help you not fail. And you're still failing. So, you know, it, it's funny you say that. So, you know, the one thing I get from, uh, you know, construction managers all the time is I'll say, you know, oh, he missed your schedule. What'd you do? And they're like, well, I called him. I'm like, okay, well, you called him. Did you do anything? Did you follow it up with an email? Oh, no. I called him, though. It's good. I'm like, no, it's not good. It's not good enough. If you had to make the phone call in the first place, it needs to be documented some way. You need to follow up with an email and say, mm-hmm. hey, per our conversation this morning, you missed my schedule. You're going to be here tomorrow, or here's how you're going to rectify whatever the issue may have been, you know, damaged right. material or whatever. Um, so it's super important. Um, so the other thing that, uh, I think is important. So, you know, it's not, it's all one, it's not all one-sided, right? So we want to make sure if we do have contractors that are falling down or failing in some way, we don't hit them with surprise back charges. You know, if you're, if you're going to, if you're at the point where you were going to charge, you were going to take money away from one of our trade partners, you need to let them know you're doing it. You need to, it needs to be a phone call an email and an explanation. Hey, walked into a house, found your guy, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be vulgar, but you know, found a drywall tube upside down filled with piss in my wall. Mm-hmm. You know, you're paying to clean it up or whatever. You know, it's going to cost a right. hundred dollars. You expect a, a deduction in your next payment of a hundred dollars because that's what I'm And you know, it's funny. It's like, you also act, it's, you brought up that, disgusting thing that may or may not have ever happened but um <laughs> <laughs> just remember the disclaimer folks right. um the you know as far as the guy who throws trash on the ground that's the animal that you're so upset with but your problem is 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 our society in general i pulled up to a stoplight a few months ago and watched somebody just open a window and throw a full bag of trash while we were all stopped at an intersection oh my god so the, the point is that it, it it's everywhere and it's up to you to control it in the one environment you can control it on your area. Um, I acted like a maniac and my wife asked me to stop saying those things. In front of my children. <laughs> 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 Nothing worse. Dude, I'm telling you, that's, uh, that's horrible. Who does that? Right. Exactly. You know, animals, you wouldn't go into animals an office building and just throw a bag of trash on the ground. So why is the job site? That's your work environment. Why is that any different? Right. You know, I once banned smoking on <laughs> outside on a job site. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? I, uh, oh, you know, it was because of trash guys were trash finding cigarette butts everywhere. So I called right. a uh, subcontractor meeting and I said, going forward, uh, there's no smoking on this job site. If it catches smoking, it's a $250 fine. I'm throwing you off the job. And the guys were like, you can't do that. And I said, watch me. Yeah. 
And for a week, there was no smoking on the job site. But I'm telling you, dude, I was looking over my shoulder everywhere I went. So <laughs> finally, I was like, hey, you guys have done a great job of cleaning up the trash. You can resume killing yourself a, slowly. There's probably a few of those smokers are already thinking about clubbing you over the head. I guarantee it, man. I guarantee it. I never looked over my shoulder so much in my life. I'd be walking under like a, I'd be walking next to a mason scaffold. Like, <laughs> which one of these masons is going to launch a brick at my face? <laughs> so, like, you know, whatever, dude. You know, dude, hey, look, you do have to establish guidelines, and you have to make sure that you know that that you're able to have this conversation later because it's inevitable. I've had it with friends of mine that own companies where I have to say things like right now, you're currently the worst performing contractor on this project. Yeah. And I know that's probably hard to hear, but I don't want you to be there any more than you want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't do it with just words though. You got to have it documented. Oh, hundred percent. It can't just be a phone call or, or a conversation mm -hmm. in person. It's got to be documented because otherwise you got nothing right. to tell you another story. I had a, uh, this is a long time ago. I had a plumber that wasn't performing well and we had a scheduling software program. It, it was awesome program. And we documented everything. Every time they missed a schedule, it, it was documented. And my biggest problem was the foreman could never get to work on time. He could never be there on time. He could never get his crews going. And just had kind of a, like an, I don't care attitude. So I got the owner of the company. I got the, all the owners of the company I was working for. I got the owners of this plumbing company. We're all sitting around this conference table and I throw these, this like 400 page punch list of items they owed me on there, 400 items. I throw it on the table. I'm like, here's the work that you haven't completed on this job site. You know and I'm telling them? I'm like, look, the problem is your foreman doesn't seem to care. He's always late. He, you know, this, 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 and then like clockwork, like I paid him to be late. He walks into this meeting like 20 minutes late. And he's like, oh, sorry, I'm late, guys. And just sat down like it was nothing. And I looked <laughs> at him and I looked at the owner of the company and I said, do I have to go on? And he was like, no, Damien, we're done. We're going to take care of this immediately. And right. I didn't have another problem with him because it was so obvious to the owner of this company because everything was documented. I had everything lined up. You know, the people that I had with me, my vice president, president of this company, didn't say a word except for, hi, how are you, at the beginning of the meeting. And I was like, right. here's everything. Boom. And that superintendent, gone. Never saw him again. So, which is harsh, but, you know, when you're pushing production, man, you got, you got to get people out there that, that care and that want to, that are on the same page as you. So, I mean, you can get fired from Wendy's for not showing up once. You ought to be able to get fired from your career job or your you know, your manager of a trade partner. I mean, we're talking about big dollar amounts and huge implications here. I mean, it's somebody's house that you're moving into. And at, at the end of the process, if you fail and you ruin that, then what are we doing here? Yeah, no kidding. Well, here's, that's the thing. So, you know, for everybody listening to this podcast, just keep in mind, if you want to go into the trades and you're a hard worker, you will be a superstar. You know, right. if you can get things done and you can do a good job, we can work hard, man. You can make a ton of money. You can be a superstar. You know, construction managers will beg you to come work for them. So, yeah. Um, anyway, the other thing, always, 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 if you call a meeting like with a foreman of a company or you're going to get your boss out to talk to a contractor or whatever, and you're running the job, always make sure that the information that you were providing at that meeting is accurate. I recently um, attended a meeting and the information that I had been given was incorrect. 
So I'm standing there with a, with a trade partner and I'm like giving him the business. And he's like, that's not right. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he shows me the correct information and I look like an idiot. And I was like, huh? Now any bit of negotiating power that I had thought that I had when I walked into that meeting is gone mm-hmm. because I have, <laughs> because I've been given the wrong information and all you of a sudden, you, what? you didn't trust, but verify or check the checker. <laughs> Damn it. It's not like a hypocrite. I know <laughs> if oh, I know I didn't, I didn't, but you know, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, you know, fool me once. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, but yeah, you super, know, another thing. Important. Yeah. Go ahead. Another thing that we talked about uh, about these conversations, and I know that we're kind of working our way down here, but um, when you when you do have the conversation and you double check your information and you go and you say those hard things to say to a company owner or a foreman or somebody in charge to try to help them improve, because your goal is not just to give them the business. Your goal is to fix the problem and move forward in a smooth fashion. Right. Yeah. Um, the, I find, and this, this goes for talking to clients, customers, bosses, everybody that you're meeting with about anything important. I like to follow up with a summary, some sort of a written, you know, an email, or if it's very serious, maybe a certified letter that just says, hi, it was a pleasure meeting you today. I'm glad that we can work to some sort of resolution. Here are the things that I plan to look into and then follow that up with here are the, now that I've done my research, here are the, here are the ways that we're going to succeed. And that I feel like is the only way to kind of close the loop on your plan, you know? No, I wasn't listening. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You keep doing whatever it is you're doing. How about I read the next thing on this agenda? (laughs) (laughs) Present your written evidence. Show notice of violation. Okay, that's a good one. Show notice of violation and ongoing correspondence. That's what we talked about. If you're a CM, you're taking notes. I I used to write in my uh, notebook. I always told you, writing in the brain. I would make phone calls, and I would make notes next to the things that I wrote down as a deficiency yeah. and say spoke with such and such at this time on this date and this is what he told me and that way when you call him back the next time and they say we never said that we never even talked about that which yeah. happens from time to time you can say i spoke with you at 442 and you told me that you would have it here on 513 love it. whatever the case may be yeah you know? absolutely I mean, Were you listening goes, to that part I, well, I was i really was because okay. that just goes back to uh, documentation man you know that's really? uh I mean, I just cannot stress enough how important it is. It's, you know, because the, the trades, your trade partners will do it. When they come talk to you, the good ones, they'll write it down. So when you go back to them and say, I told you to be here, blah, 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 blah. They'll be like, no, you didn't. On this Yeah, page, and usually those people that you have in the room there, they want to succeed. Yeah. So they're trying to gather information to find out what they need to correct, you know, the same way you are. Yeah, yeah. You know, and a great way to avoid any kind of issues is to make sure that the information you provide. So I was actually having a conversation with some, with some construction managers this morning. And I said, uh, it is critically important that the information you give to your trade partners is accurate. Mm-hmm. You know, if don't guess, be sure. If you're not sure, say, I will get back to you, double check the information and make sure that the trade partners have the most up-to-date accurate information they could possibly have. Because when they show up to do work, they want to get their work done. And they only want to mm-hmm. do it once. 
They sure. will do it and leave. And if if you're at the point where they can't trust the information that you're you're giving them, they're gonna they're probably not even gonna show up very often because yeah. you know it's gonna be it's, it, they know that they're not gonna be able to get their work done and it's gonna cost them three or four times as much just to do a simple job, you know, or right. they're gonna have to do it twice. So. And if you don't have all the questions answered, then why finish the job? Right, exactly. So so here's the thing: anytime you have to meet with these with your partners, your trade partners, or a subordinate, or whatever. After you've identified the problem, you need to start formalizing a plan. How are we going to correct this? You know, and it's easy just to say, this is your problem. You have to fix it. The better thing to do is to say, how can I help you make yourself better? How can I help you sure. improve your performance? What do you need from me to make these things happen? Exactly. And, you know, and I get a lot of pushback on that sometimes, man. People are like, oh, that's their problem. Why should I help them? And I'm like, because your, your job, your, your goal is the completion of the project. If you've got a trade partner that's slowing that down, they're slowing you down. It's in your right. best interest to help them be better. And they'll appreciate it, man. They'll come back and they'll say, oh, I want to, you know, if you have to have a favor done or something goes wrong and you need their help, they're going to be like, you know what? This guy's always willing to help me. I'm going to help them too. And it's, that's how you build relationships, right? Right. And that, you know, if everybody's successful, that's, that's the end goal. That's, that's what you want more than anything else. <clears throat> so sure. you're always going to want to prepare like an action plan afterwards and make sure it's clear. You have your meeting. You're like, I'm going to do a, B and C. You're going to do X, Y, Z. You're going to get it completed by this date. We'll yeah. regroup then make sure everything's, you know, the way it's supposed to be. And then we're, we're golden. We're still working, yeah. you know, still and, making money. And another note that you made here is to just explain the consequences. Yeah. I mean, let's not let the, let's not the consequences not be a surprise. Exactly. You know, yeah. if, I, if I'm telling you, look, we, I'm not going to let you fail. I don't fail. And if you make me fail, then we have to sever ties here. So this is your last chance. You failed these three other times. And yep. now this is your last chance. And if this doesn't happen on Thursday, like we're discussing, then I'm going to have to fire you. Yeah. Like if you say it up front, then they can never say that they didn't see this coming. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be as bad as termination, but it could be, you know, I'm going to charge you ex, you know, exculpatory damages or, you know, whatever it may be, you know, you're delaying my project. I'm paying interest on a loan until this project is completed. Well, I'm going to charge you the interest for that many days, you know, or what, how, right. you know, how are you working out? Um, there's a million ways to put pressure on trade partners. <laughs> sure. Well, and, and them to you too. I mean, if you oh, want it sure. on this date, then you need to get these things done for me. And yeah. that's usually very reasonable and also up to you. You know, it is very reasonable. And I see, I've seen people freak out and be like, you know, start cussing. Don't you dare threaten me and blah, 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 blah. But right. you know what, man, it's not unreasonable for, a, for one of our trade partners to say, I need this information or I'm not coming out there because right. why should they? You well, know? Yeah, and it's not unfair, and we're all working toward a common goal here. So help me help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. So you know, with that, that's our show for today. I got today. something to say before what do you we got? go. What do you got? I went to various different podcast uh, apps to check us out, comparing ourselves to everybody else. And I noticed that when you search construction, there are a number of podcasts, yep. and there are a few that have more followers than us. Don't believe it. And it's understandable. Some of them have been around for years. But let's yeah. face it, they all suck way worse than <laughs> um, And so what I really want is for our listeners, which are coming, I mean, please 
just just follow us on your yeah, podcast. Right? On, on, on Podbean, <laughs> and nobody's listening on Podbean, but on I, on iPodcast, please yeah. just follow us already. For Christ's sakes, hurry up. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, that's it for today. You know, follow us on uh, Instagram. We have a, a YouTube page coming out. We have a couple of videos out there. We've recorded them. We've got to stick them out there. Honestly, we love the comments. You know, we love the suggestion. We've gotten a ton of emails here recently. Keep them coming. We love getting them. We reply, we reply to them pretty quickly, and we do it ourselves. We don't have people for that yet. So if you're going to reach out to us, we're the ones that are going to respond. Other than that, we love it. Keep listening to us. Um, and we'll announce the, uh, the live event here within the next like five or six days. Thanks a lot.